Hey team, welcome. This is, I think, the fourth episode of the Gen Commandments podcast with Jen Wynn. If you don't know me personally, which I assume most of you do, but just in case, I'm an engineer currently working in Oregon. I went to college in Michigan and I grew up in the Chicagoland area. Um, I started this to um, have fun. <laughs> um, I just talk through some of my shit, talk about whatever I want. Um, ideally, this episode uh, was going to be about spirituality uh, versus organized religion. I think that would have been really fun for Good Friday. Um, <laughs> but I do want to follow up, and maybe I will just do that. Um, I don't know. I wanted to follow up on the last episode because it was kind of unclear whether there would be like a part two or not. Um, and I've been sitting on this. I'm currently recording this day of. Um, so it'll be, it's Good Friday right now. It's like 8.30 in the morning. Um, I just wanted to to follow up. Um, I've been marinating or whatever <laughs> on the situation for the past week. I really think... Um, I really think once I recorded last week, I sort of just like washed my hands of everything. And like, I haven't really thought about it since. Um, and I think that's really good. I think that's really positive, but I do want to make it known that like, I really laid into homeboy last week. <laughs> and so like, I think whenever an event like this occurs to you or whatever, if you're not self-reflecting afterwards, um, there's a problem, right? Because that's, that's part of the reason why these events happen is because you're supposed to reflect inward and then make the appropriate changes, I guess. Um, so I want to do that this episode. I want to, um, reflect. I want you all to know that even though even when I point out everyone else's shit, I can also point out my own shit because I am well, well, well aware um, that last week's episode might have been hard to listen to <laughs> because it was hard for me to listen to back. Um, a lot of like really raw emotion in that, you know, um, and not that there's anything wrong with that. I think um, when I first started therapy, there was a lot of self-hate in me ever getting angry. Like I felt like I wasn't allowed to get angry anymore um, because I really didn't want to be like, this is shitty. I really didn't want to be like my dad. And so I felt like if I was ever, ever angry that I was acting like him and that it wasn't okay for me to be angry ever. Um, and we're still trying to learn the balance of that. I think last week was a prime example of maybe being rightfully angry, but not communicating it in a way that is healthy for all parties. Um, so let's get into that a little bit. So, um, I have this like weird fear of being angry or whatever, or expressing anger in any way. And so I bottle it up and then you witness what happened. Right. Um, I really laid into <laughs> the situation. Um, and that's embarrassing. Like, it's important to be vulnerable and it's important to talk about the things that bother you. But it's also like not everything deserves that sort of attention. You know what I mean? And so being really careful about what you decide to express your anger about, I think, is part of it. Um, again, today, I don't really have any notes. I'm just sort of like talking. Um, so I want to talk about like the stuff that I learned from this experience. Um, we touched a little bit about this last week, but this is a cycle of mine. Like this is a cycle of attaching myself to emotionally unavailable men and then thinking that I can care my way into their love or whatever, um, which is really toxic. <laughs> um, and I would, I am actively stopping like this, this situation was really, really great because it, I was, I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, okay, no, I 
don't want to continue doing this. I think that the last few times this, this has happened, I've just been like, oh, maybe it'll land the next time or whatever. I didn't identify that this was the problem, but the problem's me. You know, the problem is not being on it. I mean, <clears throat> let's not also just take all of the blame away from the other person. Like, um, it is shitty to like misinform or omit information to continue a relationship. Um, but let's also like take, take responsibility for our own shit, you know? Um, and I think there's a part of me that attached myself to people who I knew wouldn't like me because that meant that I didn't actually have to ever be vulnerable. Like I could just be the therapist for somebody else. And, um, I didn't ever have to actually like reflect inward because I was always helping somebody else out of their crises, crises, crises. I think that's the way I think, I think that's the correct verbiage. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I like, <clears throat> And I notice that a lot in just like my personal friendships too. Like it's not just exclusive to romantic relationships. I think I'm somebody who um, treats all my friendships like most people treat their romantic relationships. Like I am, I, I'm a good friend. Like <laughs> there's not many things in this world that I am like, oh, I'm good at that. Um, being somebody's friend is one of those few things that I'm like, oh, I, I'm good at this. Um, and I think that usually for me, once it becomes romantic, I, I can almost like pull away from, so like, I'm almost a better friend, better as your friend than I would be as your partner. <laughs> um, because I am a, uh, like platonic intimacy doesn't bother me at all and like in a weird sort of way I saw this TikTok the other day that was like um platonic friendship can be super romantic like um and but not in like a I'm in love with you way it's just like do you uh, do you write love notes to your friends yeah I do I don't know if you guys do but I do I like will write letters to my friends for holidays and be like I love you. I'm so grateful for you. Blah, 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 blah. And like, so for me, uh, a lot of like the effort, quote unquote, that would like go towards romantic, like, like, yeah, I guess romantic relationships. I put that effort towards platonic friendship. Um, and I don't know, like, I think that's because I'm the, the romantic part of life makes me uncomfortable. I feel <clears throat> like, um, partially in part, I like was on and off with the same person forever. And so because of that, I never really developed romantically. Cause I was always like in this weird sort of like always 11 years, 11, 12 years old when I met that one person. And so I stayed like that romantically forever. I like, I think I still have kind of elementary ideals of like romance because I was like constantly in a relationship during my whole like childhood, which is gross, <laughs> but it is what it is. You know what I mean? Um, I was, yeah, I was just like always with someone. And when I me and like my most recent ex just broke, not just broke up. We broke up literally in like 2018. Um, <laughs> when me and my ex broke up, I was like, Oh, I've never been alone before. And like, I don't know what that looks like. And so I made like a distinct decision where I was like, I'm not dating for like a, a while. Cause, um, I need to figure out like who I am outside of being somebody's girlfriend, which is weird because like I know a lot of the world <laughs> perceives me to be this like hyper independent, like go getter girl thing. <laughs> and like it's just so interesting how like the your reflection of yourself and then who you actually are like inward. It was like because I was a very like 
codependent. I don't know if I'm not like that anymore. Obviously, I still am to a certain extent because I attach myself to these like uh, unemotional people. And so there's a part of that like anxious attachment style or like codependent like behaviors that need to change. Does that make sense? I feel like I'm just rambling and I am. I totally don't really have a point at all. Um, but I'm just sort of talking through like how much of this experience has made me like think about how I conduct myself in platonic and romantic relationships and how like, of course it would be easy for me to blur the lines because I treat people platonically better than I do romantically. And of course people would be confused by that and like, whatever, whatever. Um, so I'm learning about being sit on. <laughs> so I'm in my living room right now and Dante just like, I have this stuffed animal that one of my best friends gave me when me and my most recent ex broke up and I sleep with it every night. I've slept with it every night since that day in 2018. <laughs> and Dante loves it like because it smells like me. Um, and he, it's huge. Like it's a big teddy bear. Um, and it's way bigger than Dante is. And he just came out of the, my bedroom, like carrying it anyway. Sorry. <laughs> um, basically I just want to take accountability for my shit too. And like, I want to listeners, I want you all to know that like, just because you're angry at somebody and just because you had this thing doesn't mean like, and they were clearly wrong because he was, and like, I'm accepting of that. I know that he's wrong. That doesn't mean that you didn't play a part. And like, you always will. It doesn't matter how like you could get cheated on. Uh, this is, this might be a hot take actually. Um, you might get cheated on, but like, that toxic dynamic was definitely there before. And like, you just need to be really intentional and like really honest. And I think that that's hard because like I, uh, I fall victim to this really bad. Um, I look at everyone through rose colored glasses, especially, especially I do it anyway, like with friendships and whatever. I think every I want to be best friends with everyone. I want to like see the good in everyone. Um, and I think that that oh, gives a lot of opportunity for like hurt. Um, but especially when I like, like you romantically, like that shit, you could, flags could be red, bitch. And I'm like, oh, well, can't see it. Don't notice. Sorry. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that toxic there's there's a two-way street to everything and like being able to acknowledge that is okay it's not crazy you know what I mean <laughs> um two things can be right at once I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned hey yeah thank you sorry Dante wanted to come up and sniff into the mic so if you heard that you're welcome. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I think that I am working on a lot of things and I have been working on these things for a long time, but like I was, how old was I when I started therapy? I was 21 when I started therapy I went for consistently for about two years. And since I graduated college, it's been hard because I had to find a new therapist. And I just like, I loved my old therapist so much that it's, it's been really discouraging to like even try to find a new one. Cause I'm like, I know I won't like you as much as I liked Miss Shakara. Miss Shakara, if you're listening to this, I love you and I miss you always. Um, so one of the biggest things that I was working through in therapy was being okay to like <clears throat> take up space and being okay to 
vocalize the things that you want and you need in from your your people and that doesn't mean romantic it means all people I think that a lot of relationship problems that you come in contact with come from self-hate and like I guess I wasn't making a very good point earlier like talking about cheating and shit like that I like what I really meant is that like a lot of the problems that you find outside of yourself really do come back to the problems that you have within yourself and like part of that is like if you valued yourself or whatever I don't I don't know if you valued yourself and um you would never be dealing with somebody who had the potential to cheat with you to begin with and like you talking to an emotionally unavailable man comes back to the part, like part where you think that you're not good enough for anything other than that. And like, let's be real about it. Like the, let's not sugarcoat like, Oh, he just sucks. He's this no bitch. Love yourself. Start there. How about that? Like (laughs) I, and I, yeah, like that's, that's really what it comes down to is that until you, believe actually and it's not just like this idea in your head that like yeah maybe I should love myself one day no bitch you know how hard it is to like train yourself to do that like that loving yourself is such a beautiful concept and like it is it is in theory it's like it's kind and it's patient and it's graceful and it's beautiful um but in practice Jesus Christ it's just so much easier to hate yourself like and it is it is I think both things are learned behaviors um and I think that we were as a society or in general you are more susceptible to learning how to hate yourself earlier and therefore it's easier as adults you're like okay well that's just what I was that's just what I've been conditioned to do. And you're right. And I, it's okay to like identify and accept that that is what it is, but that doesn't mean that that's what you should be doing. And like, I think that you love, so like also though, it's weird. Cause like loving yourself also means being honest with yourself. And I like, so and identifying those toxic behaviors and you could argue be like well that's just you hating yourself no I think there's a difference right because I could sit here and tell you all like I'm a piece of shit I'm this or that and like that's hating yourself but that's not constructive and so like if you're just sitting around moping around and being like I'm a piece of garbage nobody's ever gonna love me I don't even deserve happiness I'm this I'm that you're not that's a cop-out kind (laughs) of like not to be mean but like you're kind of being a pussy right now (laughs) but I'm just joking but like it is though it's a cop-out it's it's not because you can just say that and then be content and then go about your day and just feel like sorry for yourself and make it the world's problems that you're a piece of shit um and I sat with that for a long time. I um, probably until I was like 21 where I was just like, well, I'm just shitty. And like, I am who I am. And like, I used to be like mean to people and be like, well, I'm just being honest. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Like, sure, there could be merit to the things that you're saying. But like how you treat people is who you are, like point blank. And so yeah bitch love yourself but like do the work that it takes to love you because you you could sit here and also like I think this like false the false self-love stuff is weird as well where it's just like I'm the hottest bitch in the room and like you are and you should feel that way and like whatever but a lot a lot I don't know how to put it a lot of it is fake um I know that you don't actually feel that way. You know that you don't actually feel that way. So what are we doing? This just turned into me into a rant about me, about whatever. Um, 
I think self-love is hard before it's easy. Like it's one of the hardest things that you can do before it becomes that beautiful, graceful thing that you all see. Um, It takes a ton of work and like, I'm still working on it, but these toxic relationships with people, accepting that those toxic relationships with people is not in the right direction at all. And like, that's what I sort of mean is that your self-love journey is going to be heartbreaking before it is. I love myself and I give myself grace and I, they can happen concurrently, but like, it's hard that you cannot get to the, you cannot get to the point where you allow yourself grace before you actively make the effort to make the changes that you need to change in order to be better. Um, and I'm still working on that. Here's some of the things that I'd like to change myself, change about myself. Um, do you ever just talk and suddenly just words are coming out of your mouth and you're like, I don't even know if those are actually real words. Like, (laughs) sorry. Anyway, um, Dante, please. Um, I'm going to go through some of the things that this situation has taught me on my self-love journey that I need to stop or I need to start. Uh, The first one being when people tell you who they are, you need to believe them. And like, because you're also telling people who they are and they believe you. And, but like, you need to allow people to meet people where they're at and believe them when they tell you where they're at. Like when, when somebody is like, I'm not looking for this or I'm not looking for that, believe them. And like, don't, don't think that there's any sort of, if there was any sort of chance, they would have been honest with you about that. And they would have let you know. Um, and they didn't. And that's okay. It's okay for people to concurrently be who they are. Like, I think that for me, at least, I don't know if you all relate to this. I am like not having control is a fucking hard thing of anything. Um, I want to be able to control every situation always. I wish I wasn't like that, but I am. Um, I want to help a situation if there needs help. I want, you know, like whatever. Um, <clears throat> people really throw a wrench in that, you know what I mean? Cause they have fucking free will and shit, you know? <laughs> um, so I think a part of that, like, not believing people where they're at comes from this this part of you that can't accept that you don't have control over it and you need to learn to be okay to not have control over situations does that make sense i know that that sucks i do i promise girl boy them i don't listen i get it uh it sucks but you don't have control over everything you're not god and like that's the weird part about like self-love journey is because like you simultaneously be like I'm God and I can control this and I'm also the greatest piece of shit that's ever walked (laughs) um humans are complex multiple things can be true at once you know um and I just want you to to know one second my mother's calling me (laughs) okay for y'all that was a couple seconds but it is now two hours later (laughs) my mom and I talk on the phone every Saturday or yeah usually every Saturday but um, neither of us have work today so called each other um super fun super cool I think so getting back into self-love journey um being learning to be okay with the fact that you don't have control of every situation is kind of the first step at least it is for me um identifying hey maybe just let things be where they're at and meet people where they're at I think that's hard I um I struggle with that the most kind of I want everyone to be on 
this self-improvement journey with me and I think that everyone should be and I do believe that like in my heart of hearts I do believe that everyone should be on their self-help journey um but some people are content with not and some people are content with not being as quick with their self-help journey or whatever and like not being such like a raging like oh about it just like not not being judgy about it I like because like I'm simultaneously like never judging people and always judging them I wish that's another thing that I wish I was less of like I just want to see people be the like best versions of themselves that they can be and like but I can't be the only one that cares about that. And I need to learn how to stop caring about that. And like, you can care about people and not make it your whole thing with them. I think a big problem that I hold is that a lot of my relationships with people are very, very reliant on me helping them become, uh, better version of themselves and that sounds really arrogant to just say outright like that um but I think at the center of it is me thinking that I only have value when I can help people that's a huge part of my identity is like I don't think I'm worthy of love if I you aren't getting something out of me. Does that make sense? So like, um, the self-love journey moves into all facets of your life because that, that, that relationship doesn't happen. The relationship where there's only one party benefiting and it's not you when you love and value yourself, that doesn't happen. It's crazy, right? Like, um, I want, that's, that's the end goal, right? Is being able to meet before you can meet other people where they're at, you have to meet yourself where you're at too. Um, and I think that's why a lot of life is in the way that you interact with people that are just projections because like anything that I say about what I should be doing with how I interact with other people is probably also what I should be doing to interact with myself, to be healthier towards myself. And like, so what does that mean for me? It means that I need to understand that like I am worthy of love, even just by who I am, not just, well, I'm only worthy of love when I can help this person do this, this, and this. Uh, I can help them become have a better relationship with their family. I can help them through their relationship problems, their romantic relationship problems. I can project so much of my, my identity onto these other folks that I don't even have to think about any of the shit that I'm going through because I'm so busy caring about... Th- That's not selfless. Like you can convince yourself all you want that you do this because you're a selfless person. You're a good person. You're this or that. No, you're avoiding shit that you don't want to have to face. I'm sorry. (laughs) And I'm not talking about you. I could be, if it resonates, then I might be talking about you, but more than anything, I'm talking about myself. Like I think it's like this, this kind and selfless act to like put all push down all my own shit and then then try to help people with theirs but like at the end of the day then when I'm not taken care of I act like a piece of shit to the people that I love so like because I was going through all this I like also took it out on one of my like best friends and like she and I were like not gonna be doing well anyway like our our time and our chapter sort of ended but like because I was not in a good place I like took it out on her because I felt like none of my needs were being met by this person and this person and this person then I was just like well and and now you're gonna get the brunt of all this anger and like 
people are allowed and like people can you it's okay to be angry with people and express that anger to them but there are lines right so like don't make all of the problems that you've ever had their problem as well so like really learn how to identify like am I saying this because of this one situation or is there more shit that I'm upset with and do I need to um do I need to wait on this instead of acting irrationally and emotionally as soon as possible for the most part I've gotten pretty good at like identifying when I'm angry and then waiting on it to respond until I'm in a space where I'm not angry anymore but like I'm a human being and like sometimes you still slip up the goal is to to value yourself and the people around you enough to be like oh maybe I shouldn't be shitty because that doesn't at the you think it's gonna make yourself feel better to like be rude or whatever but it doesn't it never does I take it from somebody who has been like chronically rude to people that I door slam my whole life like I when I am finally done with a person notoriously I have been very like rude about it um and you always think in the moment that that is gonna be like they're really you're really showing them no you're not you're showing that like you're making yourself worse you could have been a great friend for years and years and years and then the way that you end the relationship couldn't ruin that that rapport and whatever and not whatever um not that you just do things to like change people's perceptions of you or like make sure that people's perceptions of you are positive but like the way that you communicate can really make or break your relationship with somebody even if it's no longer there and so like just be aware of that because like that's something that's a mistake that I've made within the last week that like I look back on already and I'm like ugh, that was ugly (laughs) um so yeah I just like it's rough it going trying to grow up and like identify parts of yourself that you don't want to be around forever and then identifying it is one thing but then actually making the changes that you need to make is another (laughs) and like it's okay to not be perfect and it's okay that you slip up but like also be able to allow those around you to be really honest with you I think like from the example that I'm talking about uh when I first said like the stuff to the person that I'm no longer like close to unfortunately um you couldn't tell me nothing like I you could have told me in that moment that I was being a raging bitch and I'd have been like fuck you she deserved it and like that's not the point like even if even if somebody does deserve xyz they're first because of their actions first and foremost they're a human being and you shouldn't be rude to them simply because everyone deserves respect and i know some people won't agree with that sentiment they're like well if this 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 happens and you have every right to this i agree and i disagree um the toxic part of me really agrees where I'm like, yeah, you should be a bitch to people just because. Not just because, but if if people do something to warrant something, then yeah, you should be a bitch. Um, yes and no. I think there's a way to be firm in the things that you say without crossing that line. Um, and that line is different for everyone. Um, for me, it is... I have a way with words in which I can be really snotty, I guess. I don't know how else to really describe it. Um, But when I'm pissed off, you know, and like, you're going to be like, wow, I didn't know that that could come from Jen. And it can, and it will, and it has, and it probably will again, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, And that's the part of myself well because like I talk to myself that way 
I like that's my inner monologue all the time is like that's how I feel about myself constantly and like so there's a part of me that doesn't see anything wrong with expressing that because that's how I talk to myself all the time so like when you're hurting other people it's really because like you're hurt you know like and I know that that's like that might sound like an excuse in a weird sort of way um but like and it is too but like at the end of the day you cannot hate yourself into eliciting change and I wholeheartedly believe that like trust me I've tried you know what I mean like I you can identify and talk about how shitty you are all the time actually going through the steps that it takes to be better and to heal from those wounds that created this this cold person healing from that takes a long time and so like if you find yourself in in weird patterns like the ones that I've been in where I um romantically I'm interested in people who aren't available to me who like whatever and then you find your any sort of loop that you find yourself in I think it's really important to take a step back and then be like okay so where does that come from and how how are my actions and how are my the things that I am contributing to this because at the end of the day if cycles are repeating for you then who's the common denominator here you know like <laughs> you that's you baby and like you can you can just be like oh life just happens to me but I don't think that's a very realistic way to be looking at life you know like let's take some time to get better and I think some people think that they don't deserve to get better they're like well I just I deserve to just sit in this loop for for the rest of my life and like I disagree and if you decide that like that's what I just what I deserve I get that but then also fucking like isolate yourself not that (laughs) not that you don't deserve love but if you've decided that you don't deserve to improve yourself then like don't bring anybody else down with you that's like that's kind of one of my major things is like and I know every like I want everyone to have people I think that's the part of me that gets me in trouble is like I meet people like that who are like I don't deserve this this and this and I want to change their mind about it where like I think the best way to like for while you're on your self-love journey the best thing you can do with those people is like respectfully be like yeah you're right and and like don't make it your your shit don't make their problems your problems and i that's much easier said than done (laughs) i promise i know that um but like stop taking um taking on the you're not these people's parents and like you don't have to be and like for the most part people will still want to be around you I have friends who I don't parent I have a a few I and I've just come I like we parent each other I guess because that's what friendship is right is like friendship is being there and supporting and giving advice to people but it has to be reciprocal for it to be a proper friendship um and the friendships that I have that I do like that are my friendships that I will have for the rest of my life they only work because one there's no expectation of like constant communication I think that's a root of a lot of problems that's number one I think I'll do like a whole episode about how how technology makes us think that we deserve to have access to people all the time i think that's insane i think that's fucking crazy (laughs) um but i am also like a victim of it i guess where like like i talked about last episode i have been dabbling in casual dating 
And like, it does make me anxious to not be talking to this person. Um, but I think that like technology and whatever, or just like societal upbringing made me believe, or the fact that I like literally just, I've never dated as an adult before. Um, like actually, um, I think that that anxiety is insane. I wish that, that those codependent behaviors that are sort of learned, not just from like, cause like I probably would be codependent with or without technology or like struggle with that and like have to be actively like making sure that I don't do that. I'm like, I'm not codependent to just like off the rip but if somebody starts to show codependent behaviors to me I lean into it definitely like the friendships that I have that are secure attachment styles I'm super secure in like my best friend ever she and I don't talk all the time um and I never question our friendship some of my best friends that I worked at like the ice cream shop with um in high school I barely talk to them like I talk to one of my best, I probably, I went a while without seeing one of my best friends. Um, and we don't talk very often, but like, I consider like Joe from Zarlingo's, <laughs> I consider him one of my best friends and like, we don't talk. <laughs> um, and I think that that's fun. I wish that relationships were more like that because I, when you know that you have a, like a good friendship with somebody, you don't question it. That's just what it is, what it is. That's what you are. You guys are friends and like, that's it. And I like relationships that turn to that, but I have also had friendships with people where they've become obsessive and like crazy and texting me all the time. And I will also lean into that. And so like, I wish that I was at a place where when I saw that or like when that started happening to me that I could identify and be like, oh, I don't want to do that. Um, but I'm not there yet because I there's a part of me that's still toxic that's still like fucks with that vibe. Like, <laughs> and I wish that I didn't, but I, I do, you know. Um, this episode's all over the place. Um, very sorry. There's no like one thought really. I think I just wanted to make the part two a reflection of this, this, oh, don't, uh, to just be like a reflection of right now, because I don't, I'm not angry really anymore with the man I was angry with last week. Um, one second. Um, another thing I really wanted to like discuss is just how, when you're angry with people, I think it's really important to like not do everything in your power to not act out of character. Like, Uh, as somebody who has anger issues or used to, or I don't know, um, working on it, whatever. Um, it used to be really easy for me to just like pop out and be like, yeah, bitch, bet. And like really go off. Um, and as like, it's weird. So anger is, Anger does weird shit to your brain. Um, and I haven't read about this in years, so I don't know if I'm talking out of my ass, but I, like, I'm pretty sure this is. So my brother and I have talked about it and like, um, we looked it up afterwards or I looked it up afterwards, but anger, um, loops in your brain. So like, it's almost addictive. Um, and telling people off or yelling at people or whatever, whatever, um, it will, it will sustain, it almost like releases dopamine and, um, you physically have to like force yourself to stop being angry or else it will just like keep looping. Um, 
And so it used to be a lot easier for me to like pop in and out of character. And then once you're in the loop again, you physically have to be like enough, bitch, you need to stop. And I, I think it's important to have some sort of awareness on that so that you know that like if there's a period of time where you're like I'm angry and I've been acting out of pocket and XYZ know that that might be why and like <clears throat> you have to physically force yourself to be like enough we're not we're gonna calm down and we're gonna stop being as angry (laughs) and we're gonna do other things like find ways to like change your perspective because if not it's super easy to just loop forever and ever and ever and it almost makes you feel happy to to continue in that loop um it's addictive and i think anger i think anger is addictive um and so I would just like to warn or whatever, just, you know, I understand that there are times where you have to set boundaries, but there are ways to set boundaries firmly without being shitty, I guess. And I am one to talk, right? Um, and because I know that I have and can be very shitty if you're on the wrong end of uh, my whatever. Um, So something I want to work on and have been working on for many years now is stopping that, being able to set those boundaries without being, and without there being hints of malice in them, like, there are ways to be like, I simply don't want to have to deal with this anymore just because I don't want to. And, and I could go into great detail on why you're shitty and X, Y, Z, but I'm going to save that for like my best friend to hear because one, a lot of the times your, your complaints or whatever are falling onto deaf ears anyway. Like, you could explain in detail about the 300 ways this man has you fucked up or you could just shut up (laughs) and not not shut up for you or for them shut up for you because like they don't care if they cared they would have been better but they don't so then like what does it matter first of all that's number one what does it matter um you can analyze it with your best friend forever and they're because the anger is not directed at them they're they're okay with you being angry um but and that person doesn't need that uh, because the way that you communicate things is just as important as the things you're trying to communicate and as soon as you have any sort of hint of anger or something that brings up defense mechanisms like anything that incites defensiveness, you're, you're not going to get through to them anyway. And so I'm working on it. I hope that you are too. Just like understanding yourself well enough to be like, if anything's going to incite this very angry version of you to just like walk away and think about it. I have gotten really good at, or at least I've tried to, I'm not perfect obviously but um when something upsets me I try to wait like a night I try to sleep on it and then like in the morning if it's still worth saying something to me to like I write it and I'm a notes app girly like I'm gonna write what I have to say in the notes app I'm gonna craft it I'm gonna precisely articulate exactly how I feel Um, and it's, it's going to come from more of a place of like, do you see how this hurts my feelings? And like, I'm upset with this. Cause like, I think a lot of times people, or I know that I felt this way for a long time. So I don't know if you relate or I'm just crazy, but I thought that like anger was the only feeling I could feel (laughs) like every, every, emotion I felt I just like resulted to anger where like a lot of the times 
I'm not angry. Like my feelings are hurt. I'm upset. I'm sad that you did this to me. I'm sad that you didn't consider me when making this decision. I'm upset that this, that this, that this. Um, and if you have people in your life who you don't think consider you the way that you consider them, drop them. That's number one, because like, even if they do consider you the way that you think you should be considered, if you don't feel like you are, then it's, there's, they could do anything in the world, but if you don't feel that way, then it doesn't matter. And I know that that's hard to hear. I I think I like, it's a hard lesson that I've learned is like, I know that I've had people in my past who have loved me and like, they have considered me and like X, Y, Z, but because I didn't feel that it was reciprocated the way I wanted it to be, um, it just like didn't matter to me. And like, I hate that that's the way that the brain works. It's like, if it's not exactly this, then it doesn't matter, but that's how it is for me. And so like, if you feel that way towards somebody, that resentment isn't just going to go away because they explained all the things that they're doing for you. And like, maybe it will. So maybe hear them out. But like, if you still feel that resentment, even a little bit, just drop it. It'll be better for both of you. Cause like, you don't want to make this other person go into this thing of like, well, are my efforts not good enough? And like, no, the T is, it's just like, you guys don't love the same way. And like, that's okay, but you should, you both deserve to go find people that love you correct. The not correctly, but the way that you need to be loved. Um, yeah, I, the self-reflection part of this is hard. And I think at the end of the day, like the most important part of this like episode is just to like love you. You need to go through the heartbreaking. If you haven't started already, I think a lot of you have. And because a lot of you all like contact me after episodes and are like, here's how I think about this, this, and this. And you all are so smart. Oh my God. Like, um, I love hearing your guys' perspectives after episodes. You like reach out to me and you're like, here's how I feel about this. That's so sweet. And it's so fun to like listen because this is really one sided, right? You're just listening to me talk. But I am so glad to like be able to have the conversation afterwards. Um, I think the major point of this episode is like, if you haven't already, start that journey of like self love because like, it's a heartbreaking journey at first. And the sooner that you start, the sooner that you're going to get to a point where you start valuing yourself and you start valuing your needs and your wants and your, this is what I want in my friendships in life. And this is what I want in my romantic relationships in life. And this is what I want from my family. And this is what, and, and the sooner that that starts, the sooner you're gonna start to figure out like, okay, this person can still be my friend, but I can't expect this, this, and this from them. And that's okay because they're this kind of friend and not this kind of friend. The more you'll be like able to, cause you've eventually you'll accept yourself and you'll accept the fact that like, I am not a perfect person to these people um, but they accept me where I'm at here and I should accept them where they're at there and whatnot. <laughs> um, I have friends that I, well, you start in a really crazy, like codependent relationship with, and then you realize, oh, well, that doesn't work for either of us. So maybe we should take it back a notch. And like now your friendship works in this way and it's not the same. And sure your friendship is different now. Um, and I guess it's okay or healthy to miss that, that part of the friendship, but it's also okay to meet people where they're at and be like, well, this is what our friendship will look like now. And just because it's different doesn't mean 
it's whatever. Cause I used to be in this mindset of like, well, if they can't be my absolute best friend, then fuck it. (laughs) And like, for some people, I think that's still the case, right? Like you can, once you're out of like this weird, toxic codependent thing, just be like, I don't want to deal with this person anymore. Um, and that's okay. That's fair. Um, but I think finally you can be like, well, this person has great qualities that I love to have in a friend, but we can't do this crazy shit that we used to do. And like, that's, that's good. That's actually better, right? (laughs) To not be in a codependent, like weird relationship anymore. Um, and like this, that all starts with learning about yourself and what you need from yourself to show up for yourself before you can show up for others. I think that the love that you try to put on to everybody else in the world is love that you really should be giving to yourself first. And any extra, extra love that you have, then that can go elsewhere. But like for me personally, I have been in this really ugly loop of like, loving people into valuing me and somehow the valuing me part was supposed to be enough for me to fill my cup does that make sense so like I was filling everyone else's shit hoping that they would pour back into me and that's not always the case so I want to make a big effort on pouring into myself from now on and um not without the expectation that anybody else will need to pour into me. And I think that that will do wonders for my relationship with people. And I guess that, I don't know if that's like a loner way to look at the world, but like, I just want to, I want anybody who comes into my life from now on to come into an already full life. And so when you come in, either you're making it better or you can get the fuck out. (laughs) And I think that I had been operating that way, but like only on the surface where I would like talk shit that way, where I'd be like, I'm super this, I'm, I'm badass woman, blah, 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 blah. Don't need anyone bullshit. Right. And then on the inside, I was like, but I, but I want you to love me. And like, sure. That I think that's inherent. Everybody sort of deals with that, but, um, no bitch, you should love yourself first. And I know that that's cliche and stupid and like, it's not stupid. I take that back, but like, it is a common thing especially in internet culture, the very like superficial, like love yourself before you can love anybody else. I don't believe in that either. I like, I think that being in healthy relationships are going to trigger scary parts of life. And so like being in a healthy relationship with anyone is going to trigger you in ways that you didn't know. So like, I don't believe in like being completely healed before you pursue platonic and romantic love with anyone else. I don't believe in that, but I do believe that you, we should all be on self love journeys. I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, and that looks different for everyone. Everyone's at different stages of it. And like, if for at this point in my life, if you aren't at a stage where you're like actively trying to improve yourself, not only for yourself, but because you know that the people around you deserve that as well, then like we're in different, we're in different spots. And like, I don't know how much of myself I should give to you and that's okay. I can, I can still be friendly towards you and without making your shit my shit. And that's, that's a big theme for today is like your own shit is your most important shit. (laughs) That is your, that's your own, that's what you need to be focused on. And anybody else's stuff should come second. And sure, there are exceptions, I guess, where like your friend is going through crisis and you need to help them. And I, I, you should still be there for your friend. I, but at the end of the day, 
you need to be on your on your own case before you can pass judgment towards anybody else's. And I think I uploaded the episode last week and afterwards felt sort of icky about it. And like, I think that, um, man's deserved everything I said. Um, and I, but I think more than anything, I felt icky about the fact that somebody still had that much control over me to make me feel that way and that made me realize that I'm not as whole as I think that I am um and I'm still there's a part of me that is still the 12 year old girl that fell in love with this boy and I'm still the 16 year old girl that fell in love with this boy and I'm I'm still these the the same person relationship wise that I've always been and we're done with that I like wholeheartedly. I I know it's like a believe it when you see it type thing, but I I'm dead set on not continuing this pattern. I think this time was a really eye-opening experience because I was like, "Oh, this is just going to continue if I don't seek out different things in people." And I want, if you're working on dating or whatever, or just like relationships in general, if you're still seeking out the same shit that you've always been seeking out, you're still going to get the same result as you've always gotten. And I know that that's like easy and like, you should just know that, but like that man that like trauma dumps on you the very first time you meet him and like, no, he's just unstable. Like he's not, you're not special (laughs) you're not like he your aura just isn't so magnificent that he just felt comfortable enough to to tell you that like no he's just unstable and you should probably leave him at the bar that you met him at you know what I mean like (laughs) no offense like he can be lovely and like for somebody else somebody who doesn't make it their whole personality to help people and like quit making that your whole fucking deal I'm not talking to anybody else I'm talking to myself right now don't leave people where they're let people be where they're at and let them fix themselves and if they're not trying to fix themselves then leave them you know like because at the end of the day it's not up to you and that's that's fine I don't know um yeah like this this I feel a lot more at peace after this episode than I did the last one I um last one was hard I think I was still so angry it was still fresh you know I was so angry about the situation and I was more than anything I was angry at myself that like I just keep doing this you know um and now that I am able to like reflect and be like oh here are warning signs if things feel like this then you should probably leave them if they feel like this if you see this then you should just stop like that avoidant anxious attachment style if you if somebody is not reciprocating your energy wholly and they're sort of like backing off and it forces you to like go towards or the opposite where somebody where when you talk to somebody and they're like super into it and you pull back that's probably not a great the person that you're supposed to be with platonically or romantically you should both be able to feel really secure every time you talk like I'm sure there are times where you'll be anxious or avoidant, you know, like that happens. But if that is the normal, the normal dance between you two is like the avoidant, uh, anxious attachments. Um, that's wrong. I don't know. The, you should be with people who make you feel safe to just be who you are. And that's it. So I hope that if you get anything from this, it's that you're working on loving yourself and you meet people where they're at and you, you only deal with people who love you and not what you do for them 
and not who they think you are or who you think they are. It's just, I hope that you find all that peace and I'm working on it. I'm working on it too. Um, it's a work in progress moving forward. Our episodes will be not this. Um, I think I was just going through it. I want to be able to talk about it. I want to get more into, um, actual topics. This was just like, ugh, you know, <laughs> I'm glad you're listening, but like, um, it's just a lot. It's kind of, I'm a very like hyper fixate type of person. So like, this is all I've been, or I, this was all I was thinking about last week. And so there was no way that I was going to be able to be interested enough in anything else to talk about it. But like this week, I didn't even want to talk about this. I'm talking about it still. Um, it's a longer episode, but, um, I was like, I didn't, I didn't really have anything else to say on it. Now I'm just babbling, but the situation is done and gone for me. I'm kind of like a, once I wash my hands of something, like don't really like, I might talk about it with my friend every now and then, but I probably won't discuss this that much anymore. Um, so moving forward, I would like to get into topics again. I, um, love doing the deep dive type stuff like Bojack. Um, I want to do one on Andy Warhol. I want to do a spirituality podcast. Um, I might have a guest for that one, actually. I think, um, I think that'd be fun. So we'll see. I am really glad that you're like here just listening to me babble. Um, thank you. and thank you for like helping uh, like showing me so much support after last week because like I that wasn't a easy episode to listen to I promise I know I like edited it it's a lot um and how much you all like pulled up and were like man fuck him that's first of all that's hilarious It's, it's just cute thank you um but I think it's, we're all, I'm ready. I'm ready to actually get into this and do things that I like, talk about things that I'm passionate about, which is like art and books and science and just like, and psychology and all of it, philosophy, all of it. I'm so excited to like move forward with like topics. And so like, am I in my villain era? I don't know. You know, I don't know sure kind of I think for me being a villain in my head is finally just sticking up for myself and sticking but sticking up for myself in a way that still shows grace and love to the people around me so that's the tea you know what I mean that's that's all I got really have a good week don't forget to wash your face drink water have a good Easter if that's what you fuck with. Like Christ is risen and shit. Um, super, super cool. Um, praise the Lord and stuff. Um, yeah. Have a good one, y'all. Thank you for listening. <laughs>